Greetings, everyone. Today is July 4th, 2021. This is Phenomenally Purposeful You, and this is your girl, Empress. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Um, If you are in the United States of America, today is Independence Day. Um, Happy 4th of July to everyone. Um, I haven't been on here for a while, been very, very busy, but um, the Lord just placed a message in my heart to just share, Um, and I believe it's going to be a life-changing message for some of you, so let's get into it. I don't know about you guys. I don't know if you've ever felt like you've been praying about something or and you've been praying with the right intentions and it's just you just feel like it's not happening it's not happening at all you don't see it coming forth you don't you've been going through maybe it's a financial breakthrough you're looking for maybe it's a breakthrough from a heartache maybe it's a breakthrough from a job a breakthrough um with your kids, with your family, with your friends, something that you've been praying for God to break you through. And it just seems like you've just been in a storm season after season after season. just seems like you're going through the same thing over and over and over and over again. And you're just trying to figure out, Lord, like, what's going on? I've been, you know, I pray for this and I pray for that and this and that and the third. And it just seems like God is silent. Just seems like God is too busy for you. God is not hearing you. God is you're you it just seems like God is ignoring you. Whatever you may be feeling. Let me tell you that that's normal, right? Feeling that you that because you're not seeing it happen when you want it to happen. Excuse me. When you want something and and we as humans we're in the flesh we want things immediately it's like for instance if you want a certain type of food there's restaurants for almost everything that you want so if you want a cheeseburger you can go right down the street and go to a mcdonald's a wendy's a burger king whatever the case may be a burger spot you can just go get it If you want a fish, you can go get it from a a fish place, a market, whatever the case may be. If you want a chicken and you want it a specific way, in America, at least in South South, um, the United States, Eastern, I don't know about other states, you can have, we have Publix where I stay. And so we can go to Publix. Most of the United States has Walmart or um, I've heard of Piggly Wigglies. I've heard of um, Kroger's, all of this stuff. Most places you can go find a chicken somewhere cooked already. You don't even have to cook it. It's already made. Go to a restaurant and it's already there. You want a pizza. Same difference. Go get a pizza. Now it's Sunday, so you can't get Chick-fil-A <laughs> for all my Chick-fil-A fans. Um but it's but we we want things so fast, so quickly, so expeditiously. But God has a timing for every single thing that happens in our lives. This message is not to discourage you during what it feels like the silent season or the silent moment or the silent time. 
understand that God does not leave you nor forsake you, even if it may feel like he's not listening. It only feels like that because you're in a hurry. You want things right now. And maybe the things that you're praying for, no matter what it is, it could be for you to have children. It could be for you to get married. It could be for you to be financially uh, wealthy. It could be whatever the case you may be praying for. It may be for a new house, a new car. It may be something, um, new clothes, whatever the case may be, what you're asking God for. It could be for healing. And even with all of those things that you're asking God for, there is a timing. You may not be prepared for what you're praying for. One of the things I personally do is I pray for God to prepare me for what I'm praying for. You may think that you're ready for a new car, but your finances say, now you're not ready for a new car payment. That car that you want so bad, that car payment may be three times more than what you're paying right now. You might be asking God for another job that's going to pay you more, right? But you can't even handle your finances with the job you got right now. See, there's a song that was back in the day in the 90s um, or maybe yeah, 90s by Biggie which was more money, more problems. And I've heard people say that, more money, more problems. They've experienced the more money they receive, the more problems they get, right? There might be, you might be asking God to bless you with a man or a woman or whatever the case may be. You may be asking God for a partner. But God's looking at you. God knows your heart. God wants you to be happy. But God might be looking at you like my child. How can I bring somebody? You praying for a specific person in your life. How you expect me to bring them into your life when you you still got your mess? That's like and I've and I've spoken about this before. That's like praying about praying for maybe not on here, but I have had conversations in my life about this. If you are a person who's praying for someone, for God to bring someone into your life who is selfless. But yet you're selfish. (laughs) How can God bring a person that's selfless into your life that's supposed to love you unconditionally and all of these things if you can't even give that other person, the same thing that you're asking for. The same things that you want, and this is only pertaining to relationships. The same thing that you want in a relationship is what you need to be able to give. I'm going to say that one more time. The same things that you want, you should be able to give. If you want a person that's going to love you unconditionally, you have to love unconditionally. If you want someone who's patient, you got to be patient. If you want someone that's forgiving, you got to be forgiving. It's easy to say, I want this, 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 and make a whole list of what you want. But you got to look within yourself and see, am I A, B, C, D, E, F, G? Am I these things? Am I not these things? 
and ask God to prepare you for what you're praying for. You may be asking God, God, I need a financial breakthrough. I'm going through so much financially and I just need a breakthrough. God knows your finances. God knows everything. It may not be you need to be praying for a financial breakthrough. You might need to pray a different prayer and ask God to give you diligence with your money. Ask God to give you, I can't think of the word at the moment, but basically ask God to give you the power to overcome overspending with the money that he's already allowing you to receive. You may feel like you're at the bottom of the barrel. You may feel like, God, I just want some, I just want this one thing. This one thing. But reanalyze yourself and see if that's really what you need. A lot of things that we ask God for, God is willing to give to us. But remember, God has a has a plan. Some of the things that we want, matter of fact, back up. Yeah, no, never mind. Some of the things that we want is not good for us. And the only reason why we want it is because we see other people having it. We see other people driving these expensive cars, having all these fancy clothes, these big houses, these big families, all of this money that we see via social media, whether it's Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, Twitter, if people still use Twitter, TikTok. And then you have your kids who go to school with these people Like the saying is, don't keep up with the Joneses. If you have a, if you have money that's barely getting by, why are you trying to live like you're Beyonce or Jay-Z or any other celebrity, Viola Davis, whoever, all these other celebrity people, Brad Pitt, Anyone else? Cardi B. You're trying to look like them. You're trying to act like them. You're trying to show off to everybody in the world that you got all these fashion stuff. All of this stuff going on. But you need help paying your bills. But you, your lights got cut off. But you got a new Roy, Rolls Royce. You got a new Bentley. see what I'm saying? Priorities in the wrong place. But God may be silent, but he still is working. I don't know about you, but have you ever had a moment where you felt Like, you've been praying about something, 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 something. 
and all of a sudden you forgot about it. You forgot, you didn't focus on that. You focused on other things in your life and boom, everything, certain stuff started happening that she was praying for. And you sit there and you think to yourself, God's been listening. It just didn't happen what I wanted to happen. But God's been listening to me. He hasn't failed me. He wasn't ignoring me. So I have a couple Bible verses I wanted to share with you. Let's start off with 1 Peter 5 and 6. So be humble under God's powerful hand. Then he will lift you up when the right time comes. Romans 12, 12. Be happy because of the hope you have. Be patient when you have troubles and pray all the time. See, we're going to stop right there. The last part of the verse is pray all the time. I had a conversation with someone and we were discussing about prayer and God. Do you realize, and this is maybe you, and I can include myself Excuse me, in this because I've done this in the past. A lot of times people want to pray to the Lord when they're going through something. They never want to just pray when things are going great, when things are going fantastic, when things are going good. It's, I got to pray when the world's going bad. I got to pray when my, when my world's going bad. I got to pray because of this. I got to pray because of this is happening. God isn't a genie. He's our Heavenly Father. He wants a relationship with us. And I've mentioned this in, in previous um, podcast episodes that God wants he wants a relationship with us. Each and every one of our relationships with God is going to be different. What God may do for some, for you and what he puts you through, he might do the same thing for somebody else, but put them through a different type of storm. So somebody can be going through the same situation that you're going through and both of your testimonies will be different. The Bible says pray in all times. Now, I think one of the parts that stuck out to me with this verse was be patient when you have troubles. To me, for me, as Empress, that is a hard thing for me to do. I'm just like you guys. When I'm talking to you, I'm talking to myself here. Be patient when you have troubles. Y'all understand what that means? When we go through things and we're stressing, there is no such thing as patience, right? At least not for us. But the word of God says for us to be patient when we're going through troubles. So if you're in a season right now where, like I said in the beginning, if you feel that it's just not happening, that God's not listening to you, that God's not hearing you, that's all not true. He is listening to you. And that's the enemy telling you that he's not listening to you, that he's ignoring you, that he's that he's not you know, God is not even worried about you. All of these things like that. God is still working on your behalf. So you have to declare the Lord's word. Say, be happy. I'm going to be happy because I have hope. I am patient 
during this season of troubles. And I will pray all the time. I will continue to stand on God's word. You have to declare these things over your life. The Bible talks about the power of the tongue brings life and death. Oh, I'm sorry. The power of life and death is in the tongue. You declare things over your life. Declare positive things. Declare edifying things. Declare uplifting things. Don't declare negativity over your life. Don't let anyone else declare negativity over your life. The Bible says that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. That includes your own tongue. That includes the tongue of your mom, your dad, your grandmother, your best friend, whoever the case may be. If somebody is speaking negatively against you, you declare no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Does that mean that you're not going to go through bad things? No. And I discussed that in a previous podcast. Things that we consider bad is actually good for us. You know why? Have you ever noticed that when you're going through something like I just mentioned a couple minutes ago, when we go through something bad, that's when we beg and plead God to save us, right? When we're all going through and we're skating through life and we're so happy, we tend to forget about the goodness of God. But when we go through something bad and God brings us through it, then it's, oh, God is so great. God is so wonderful. God is good and wonderful at all times. Even when we're in the storm, even when it feels like we're not hearing him, even when we feel like he ain't listening to us, that he's not, he's ignoring us, that when he don't love us no more, God is still good. The Bible says that God is the same today, tomorrow, and forever. He will never change. We change. Our emotions change us. Our feelings, our flesh is what changes us. But God never changes. So the same God that brought Israel out of slavery is the same God that's going to pull you through that storm. The same God that saved Jonah from from the belly of a whale is still the same God that's going to help you And walk with you, walk ahead of you, walk beside you, walk behind you through your storm. The same God that sent his son, only begotten son, perfect son, to die for you, me, and everyone else on this earth, past, present, and future, that loves you unconditionally, is the same God today. He does not change, you guys. Ephesians 6, 8. Pray in the Spirit at all times. Pray with all kinds of prayers. And ask God for everything you need. To do this, you must be ready. Never give up. Always pray for all of God's people. Pray in the Spirit. When you accept Christ as your Savior, 
and you ask him to come into your life and to be number one in your life, you have to welcome in the Holy Spirit. When you pray in the Spirit, it's a different thing. It's definitely an experience different than praying um, praying in the um, in the flesh. Prayer is a conversation between you and the Lord. Regardless if you're praying over your food, you're praying before you go to sleep, you pray when you first wake up, whatever it is when you pray, pray all kinds of prayers. Ask the Lord for everything that you need. And I don't believe that in my interpretation of that part of the verse isn't physically everything you need. That includes that, but he means spiritually what you need. Physically what you need, emotionally what you need, psychologically what you need, emotionally what you need, if I haven't said it already. Everything. The Bible says ask for everything you need. Financially what you need. But you also have to have faith and believe That God is going to do that. That God is going to answer you. And you got to be, and you got to understand this about God. God is going to answer your prayers and it may not be in the way that you think he's going to answer it. See, when we pray prayers, sometimes we already have the answer already laid out. God, you may ask God for a financial blessing, right? That's all you've been asking for. You ain't asked for a new job. You ain't asked for a new house. You ain't asked for any of this. Just, God, I need a financial breakthrough. I need a financial blessing. You wasn't specific enough. God may bless you with something that you didn't even know you needed financially. You might feel like you have you have children that you want to put through college. They want to go to college, and you're trying to figure out, well, Lord, how am I going to get my kids through college? You ain't tell anyone else. You ain't tell no one at the church. You ain't tell no one in your family. Just you and God. And you're trying to figure it out. How are you going to do it? How are you going to do it? But you never gave up faith. You never gave up hope. You knew God was going to answer your prayers. All of a sudden, you open the mail and there's a check written to you. From a family friend you may have not even seen in 10 years. That got your address from your mama. And they wrote, they said, the Lord told me, I don't know why, I'm just going to send this money to them. And hopefully they use it in good use. And that money is going to be the exact amount that you need to pay for your children's schooling. And that was the final, that was the financial breakthrough that you needed. God works in miraculous, mysterious ways. He never leaves us. He never forsakes us. He never forgets us. I joke around with my friends all the time and I say, man, <laughs> God must have, God's brain must be, if God has a brain, because we don't physically know what God looks like because God is a spirit. But if a brain is something that the Lord has, it must be very huge because he hears everybody's prayers all at the same time and can tell this person needs this. And it's like an organized box or an organized brain where we have each enough, each one of us has files. I don't know if you've seen that episode of SpongeBob when he was trying to come up with um, 
define dining and breathing exercise. And that's all Squidward told him he needed to know. And um, Squilliam asked him, what is your name? And he couldn't remember. And you see the part where he goes inside his brain and you see the other little SpongeBob trying to find what's his name. And he's looking in file cabinets. That's how I imagine God's brain. I imagine God had a filing cabinet that's so organized with everyone's name. And he's like, this person needs this prayer, this prayer. All of our prayers are in that financial or in that um, that filing cabinet. Super organized. And God's still able to organize it out. He's like, yep, this person needs this, 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 and this, and this, and this. This other person needs this, this, and this. And it's all in a cabinet file. Organized, neat, and great. I don't know. That's just my sense of humor. But, you know, just thinking about how amazing God is. God is the creator. Have you ever just looked outside, looked at the sky, heard the birds tweedling, and the frogs ribboning, and the birds... The dogs barking, the cats meowing, the little bugs outside. Have you just wondered, just admired creation and admired, wow. Life is beautiful. Enjoy it. We only get one. First Peter. 5.10 Yes, you will suffer for a short time, but after that, God will make everything right. He will make you strong. He will support you and keep you from fa- falling. He is the God who gives all grace. He chooses you to share in his glory in Christ. That glory will continue forever. God is with us at all times. All, all times. And I know I tell you all the time that God loves you no matter what you do, no matter who you are. He loves you. He will forever love you. And if you don't believe me yourself, open up the Bible, read it for yourself. I tell everyone this, I tell my friends this, don't just listen to what I say, read the Bible. I myself have to do the same, read the Bible. Read it for yourself. So I want to encourage you today, if you're in a season of silence, you're in a season where you feel that maybe God has forgotten about you, I promise you, he hasn't. He never will. God will never leave you. Ask God to prepare you for what you're asking for. Ask God to mold you into the person that he wants you to be. Ask God to continue to be the head of your life. Ask God to make some to, to have an intimate relationship with you, to build a relationship with you, 
But also, when you ask God these things, meet him halfway. Ask God for direction. God, I'm asking you to prepare me, but I don't even know where to go. I don't even know how to do it. Can you help me? Can you guide me? And keep an open mind of how God is going to answer your prayers. It may not look like how you thought, how you think it's going to be answered. But he will answer your prayers. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father God, we thank you for your love and your grace. We thank you, Lord, for just how amazing you are. Heavenly Father God, we thank you. Lord, I ask that you meet us where we're at. Lord, we may feel like we're in a silent season where we don't hear from you. But let us not be anxious. Let us not be worried. Let us not be weary, I'm sorry. Let us not worry, Lord, that we feel ignored. We feel unheard. And Lord, that's not true with you. That may be true with man, but it's not with you. So Lord, we thank you for hearing our prayers. We thank you for listening to us. We thank you for answering our prayers in the time that you answer them. It may feel like it's a long time for us. But Lord, we know that it's the right, perfect timing for you. Lord, we love you so much. And Lord, if this is anyone on this podcast who's listening, who maybe have not heard of a message from you, does not know you, does not understand what I'm talking about, Lord, speak to their heart. Allow them to be able to be open to receiving you as their Savior, to believing in you, having faith, so they can spend eternity with you. Lord, we thank you for everything you do. We thank you for waking us up this morning. We thank you for breathing life into us. And Lord, I pray these things in your son's precious name. Amen. 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 Remember, guys, in the silent season, God is still working on our behalfs. Have faith and continue to ask God to guide you through the silent season. I love you guys. Enjoy your 4th of July. Ciao.